This is Chan Smith. I am uploading all of my old podcasts onto a new uh, podcast hosting service. All of the phone numbers and addresses will be different in these old podcasts. So just note that any email addresses, phone numbers, mailing addresses, and website URLs may be different. This is Revivals Here Ministries by Chan Smith. Thank you for tuning in today. You are listening to Podcast 28 titled Childhood Vision. Let's pray. God, I ask you to uh, bless this podcast in the name of Jesus. I ask you, God, to let it be spoken with boldness and truth, God, in the name of Jesus. Let it be only your truth, God. Let me uh, speak with your anointing, God, touch everybody that's listening to this podcast, God, in the name of Jesus, God. And I ask you, God, to bless everybody, God, in the name of Jesus. Pour your spirit out on your people, God. Use them in a mighty way, God, for this end-time revival in the name of Jesus, God. I ask you, God, to bless me in a mighty way and bless everybody that's listening to this in a mighty way, God. Use them, God. Save their family members, God, in the name of Jesus, God. In your name, I ask it in the name of Jesus, amen. God put it on my heart to do a podcast on the vision I had when I was a child. The verses and the Bible verses to go along with it. I feel that someone out there needs to hear it for encouragement. So let's go right into the vision God gave me. When I was a young when I was young, God gave me a vision. In that vision I saw America. I was looking down at it. what looked like a life-size map of America. It was pitch black in color. Then, all of a sudden, I was in a valley looking towards the east at a mountain. Then, within seconds, I was on top of that mountain, kind of looking at an angle from the south towards the northeast. The whole time, everything was black. In the darkness, I saw what I describe as car lights. Round-looking lights really close together, coming from the east to the west up the mountain. The landscape was filled with them. Then I heard a voice say, This is the way I'm going to come. Then I was somewhere talking to Jesus, and it was like I was really talking to him. He said, which way was I coming from? I thought and said, from the east to the west. He said, that is right, from the east to the west. Don't forget, when you tell people this vision, tell them from the east to the west. That vision stayed with me my entire life. I've never forgot it. It's as clear now as when God gave it to me. I will now read some verses that God has given me to go along with it. Turn to your Bibles to Matthew 24, 27. I'm reading out of the New King James Version of the Bible. And it says, 
For as the light comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. And let's turn in your Bible to Isaiah. I'm going to read verses 1 through 22. Again, it's the New King James Version. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Verse 2, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and the kings to the darkness of your rising. Verse 4, Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your son shall come from afar, and your daughter shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant, and your heart shall swell with joy, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. The multitude of camels shall cover your land. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall proclaim the praises of the Lord. And the flocks of Keber shall be gathered together to you. The rams of Nephothe shall minister to you. They shall ascend with acceptance on my altar and I will glorify the house of my glory who are these who fly like a cloud and like the doves to their roost verse 9 surely the coastland shall wait for me and the ships of Tarshish will come first I will bring your sons from afar their silver and their gold with them to the name of the Lord your God and to the Holy One of Israel because he has glorified you the sons of foreigners shall build up your walls and their king shall minister to you for in my wrath I struck you but in my favor I have had mercy on you therefore your gates shall be open continually they shall not be shut day or night that men may bring to you the wealth of the Gentiles and their kings in procession. For the nation and the kingdom which will not serve you shall perish, and those nations shall be utterly ruined. The glory of Lebanon shall come to you, the cypress of Hinda and the box tree together. You beauty the place of my sanctuary and I will make the place of my feet glorious. Also the sons of those who afflict you shall come bowing to you and those who despise you shall fall prostrate at the soles of your feet and they shall call you the city of the Lord Zion of the Holy One of Israel 
whereas you have been forsaken and hated, so that no one went through you, and I will make you an eternal excellence, a joy of many generations. You shall drink the milk of the Gentiles and milk the breast of kings. You shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Instead of bronze, I will bring you gold. Instead of iron, I will bring you silver. Instead of wood, bronze, and righteousness. Violence shall no longer be heard in your land, neither wasting nor destruction within your borders. But you shall call your walls salvation, and your gates moon, and your gates praise. The sun shall no longer be your light by day, nor the brightness shall be the moon give you to light. But the Lord will be to you an everlasting light, and your God your glory. Your sun shall no longer go down, nor shall your moon withdraw itself. For the Lord will be an everlasting light, and the days of your morning shall be ended. Also your people shall all be righteous. They shall inherit the land forever, the branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in its time. I was praying about the meaning of the vision that God gave me, and I was thinking of asking someone what it meant. Then God told me the meaning. The lights are the people, and America is dark right now. God says he will bring revival to this nation, and it will not just be in the church, but it will be on the people. They will bring revival to this country through him. Glory be to God. Glory, hallelujah. They will shine in God's glory like Moses did after he came down from the mountain. God's glory will rest on the people, and they will walk in it, bring revival and glory everywhere they go. Praise God, hallelujah. People will walk in his glory once again, like when the church was birthed in the day of Pentecost, they walked in God's glory. Like Adam did, he walked in God's glory. And we were met, created to walk in God's glory. And God says he will bring revival to this country once again, be from the east to the west in this country, and he will bring revival to this country this country's in darkness right now. It's all around. It's surrounded in darkness. It's in deep darkness. And you look at watch the news, you will see that this country is in darkness. But God says that he will bring revival to this country. He will fill this country once again with his glory. And he will bring revival through the people of God. They will walk and shine in his glory and bring miracles everywhere they go. And uh, other people will grab a hold of it. Then they will go out. Then other people. Then other people. It will be an explosion of God's glory. Then God will explode his people that walk in his glory. And then they will explode 
everywhere in every which direction and that we bring revival to this country once again. God wants to bring revival to this country and he wants to use you. He wants to use everybody and he wants to know you intimately and walk with you and to talk with you like I, Adam did so you can walk in his glory and walk in communion with God so you can shine and let, so you be the light of this world and don't hide your light of God's glory don't hide it and you will walk in God's glory and it won't be hidden and you will know him and you will talk with him and you would know God intimately and that's what he wants that's what this revival is all about that's what he wants it to be he wants to know you intimately to talk with you to walk with you and so you can bring his presence everywhere in this country and he wants to lighten this country up again in his glory and he wants to bring riches back but he first he needs you he needs you we are the hands we are the feet of Jesus he wants to bring revival to this country and he wants to bring it through the people yes it will hit the church but it won't just be in the church he will be on the people says God now I know the past revival sometimes they were just focused on the church but it will be in the on the people everywhere they go. They past revivals, it was just focused on little pockets like Azusa Street was in Azusa Street, and they had the great revivals like Brownsville revivals on the Brownsville revival, and uh, at Brownsville on the Church of Brownsville Assembly of God, and. Uh, but he wants to bring it like exploded out everywhere to all the churches on the people and bring it out everywhere they go their people will get healed everywhere they go and uh, just amazing things that he wants to happen he wants to bring to this country through God's people he will use you he wants to use you to bring his glory everywhere to get people saved to set the captives free because this is acceptable year of the Lord he wants to set everybody free people are bound with addictions and hurts and it's horrible and he wants to set them free and he wants to send revival to this country through you because he wants to, he, everybody has a calling, everybody has a ministry. Jesus said, go you now all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He said that we are to go out into all the world and he wants us to go out and bring revival to this country once again and to this world. We need revival. It's the only hope that a lot of people have. Some people are on the end of the ropes. They're so bound up when, in addictions of, of hurt, of the words that people spoke over them when they was young. It's bound them up and set them on a path to drug addiction, alcoholism, prostitution, and every imaginable addiction that you can think of. But it's... He wants to set them free. They're at the end of the rope. They want to give give up. Nobody has helped be able to help them. They went to rehab centers and everywhere. They haven't seen any relief of the pain they feel inside and on the outside. But they can go to all the rehabs they want. But and when they get off the drugs, they will keep getting back on it because they have this pain on the inside of them that needs to be healed. 
That's what needs to be healed. That's what keeps binding them up. The devil has lied to them and told them they're worthless, that they're nothing. He's lied to them and says nobody loves them because that's a lie. Jesus loves them. And if you're a Christian, you should love them too. He's lied to them. They want to get set free from the addictions and from the hurt that's bound them, bound them up, from the generational curses that's brought upon them because of some of their parents, maybe their father uh, did uh, severe alcoholism, beat them, abused them in every which way, so it's lost, it left a scar in them. Some of the relatives probably tossed them back from relative to relative, thinking that, uh, saying to the child, you're worthless, I can't now deal with you, let them deal with you. And they've left them up for the, to the government, and the government can't deal with them because it's not the government's job, it's the family's job to raise them and to be there for them. And, uh, to love on them. Uh, they so bound up with that because they've had so much hurt inside of them. They don't know what to do. They think nobody loves them, so they think that all they can cover it up with drugs and alcoholism. They think that they can cover it up because uh, temporarily they don't feel anything because they're just so high. And uh, But it only is only covers it up for a very short time and when that buzz the high is gone that hurt and pain is back on the surface they they might seem that they're tough and uh, they might carry around weapons or they might uh, get in fights all the time and say these mean things because it's a cover-up inside they're hurting and they're like a little child they're hurting and they want and need to be loved and they want to be free from that they feel like they can't do anything on their own, but then outwardly they put on this facade, this act that they're tough, but inside they're not. And then when they go home at night, they are hurting and they cry all night and wanted this to end their life. And you know what? God loves them and he wants to set them free, but he's going to use you to do it. He wants you to walk in his glory and his anointing and bring revival to this country. He wants to him he wants to fall on you so hard that it stays on you and you walk in his glory and you uh, walk past somebody and he will set them free instantly and they will feel his love and they will return to God and uh, God will love them and show them that he loves them and how much that he cares for them and shows show them real love and we need to be his hands and his feet. We need to love them. We need to show them a real love. We need to walk in God's glory so God can use us to set them free so he can use them to walk in his glory and so they in turn can show God's love to the next person and uh, so the next person can get saved and set free and know God's love and so on and uh, continually while we go everywhere we go touching everybody and uh, through God then everybody we touch will continually do that and when they get saved it will just be revival will cover this country and it will be through the people God wants to set people free he wants to show people that he loves them he wants to tell them that I, that he loves them and uh, to set them free from all the hurt and the curses that was spoken and done over them when they was young by their family members or by uh, their grandparents and people 
that's come across them when they was younger and it's affected them and it's scarred them and he wants to set them free and if you're out there and if that stuff has happened to you God wants to set you free he wants to show you that he loves you and that's a lie that the devil spoken to you and he the devil spoken to you and said nobody loves you and the devil spoken over you that everybody that's nice to you doesn't really mean that they have hidden agendas but there are some genuine people out there that have God's love and they go to church and they want to show you God's love and genuinely there are some people out there that doesn't want your body and when they do something nice they don't want that in return they just want you to turn your life to God and give your body to Jesus so he can use you so you can die to yourself and, and live in Jesus so you, that uh, pain can leave you and um, let God come into your heart right now so he can free you from that so you can be completely set free from that drug addiction and alcoholism and the prostitution and, and whatever that is that you keep doing that you're addicted to that you're trying to use that to cover up all the pain but when God sets you free you won't have any pain to have to cover up anymore because he will remove that pain he will set he's come to set the captives free Jesus came to set the captives free and he wants to set you free you're captive by that hurt that's been in your life for many years since you were really young, maybe 13 years old, or maybe even younger than that. But he wants to set you free from that. He can set you free right now in the name of Jesus. Repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I ask you to come live inside of me. I ask you to show me your love. I ask you to free me from all the hurt and the pain that people have caused me in the name of Jesus. Set me free from the bondages and this hurts that Satan brought on me in the name of Jesus. I ask you to wash me in your blood, Jesus. I ask you to free me and uh, help me walk a free, victorious life in the name of Jesus. I confess that you're my Lord and Savior. I confess that you died on the cross for me, just for me, in the name of Jesus. I ask you to dwell inside of me and help me walk in your glory and help me walk in your anointing so I can bring your burden-breaking, anointing to everywhere I go in the name of Jesus. Amen. And glory, hallelujah. And I'm glad that you just prayed that prayer and God has set you free. You go into a good Holy Ghost-filled church and be part of that because you're in a family of God now. And you, God has given you a, a, a spiritual family now. And uh, they will love on and show you God's love. And I, I'm really excited about the God that sets you free. And um, continually read God's word. And it's not going to be easy. You might have some temptations come on you again. People will probably maybe come at you harder. But it doesn't matter what they think. Because the devil just scared. And he wants to try to pull you back down into the mess. But it doesn't matter what they think and what the devil thinks. It matters what God thinks. And God loves you. And if somebody really is saved, they will love you too and be there for you. They might speak the truth to you. Sometimes it might hurt a little bit. But you just read the Bible and... Um, repent of the things that God has exposed and I just get free from that and because uh, real love sometimes it might be a little blunt to you but we still love you and God loves you and uh, you just let God love on you just 
just let him just love on you and just let him show you how much he loves you and show you how much he means to you. He's got a plan for you and he will use everything that has happened to you. The devil might have, devil is meant for to be harmed and he's meant to hinder you and your walk with God that God created you and the the ministry that God had created you for he the devils want to hinder that but God wants to use that to propel you and to push you into a closer walk with him and to have a better witness to people that's going through that that no there's people that's going through things that nobody could reach except you because you went through that and God will use you to reach them and you can pray for them and God will set them free and uh, you will uh, God will use you to save lives in the name of Jesus and that's a powerful thing to be used by God and I'm so glad that you listened to this podcast and I thank God for the opportunity to be able to preach God's word to you and I'm excited that God has set you free and we need to bring revival to this country and we need to show everybody God's love because God is love and the devil is hate. The devil is a liar and God is truth. You remember that. If somebody speaks a lie over you, you just don't even think about it because it comes from the devil and it doesn't matter what the devil thinks. All that matters is what God thinks. God is the creator of everything and God loves you he loves you and he has a plan for you he wants to help you prosper and to be in health even as your soul prospers and he loves you jesus loves you so much that he died on a cross for you he loves you that much and uh, just continually let him show you how much he loves you just worship him every day and sit in his presence read the bible and pray every day and continually get refilled every day Paul said he dies daily. We need to get in God's presence so we can walk, die to ourselves and walk in Jesus because our self, our flesh, wants to be pulled down and uh, wants to be depressed because the devil, he's an orphan. So he wants everybody to feel orphaned from the world or from everything. But God says that he has adopted you. So when you die to yourself, you die to that orphan spirit and you are come alive in God. You be, or you are adopted because God created you anyway. So he's adopting you back to him, pulling you back to him and creating you a new person. You're a new person because you're no longer subject to that sin and the burden and the, the loneliness you feel. That that's gone. It's, it's done away with completely. All the addictions and all the loneliness and the, the worthless feelings that you had, it's, done, it's gone. God has replaced it with the joy of him and said the joy of the Lord is your strength so when you have God's joy you will have strength to be able to stay free from all that and you're no longer 
bound up with all that, but you are free in Jesus. He, the Son, has set free is free indeed. He's completely freed you from all of that so you can walk in the newness of life. So you just walk in Jesus, obey his commandments, and you will be free. The devil might lie to you and say, well, that's not freedom. You need to go do what you want. You're a grown person. You can do what you want. The devil will lie to you and say that because he wants you bound up to that stuff. That's not freedom have to have that stuff. That's not freedom to have to drink alcohol to be happy. That's not free. A real freedom is you don't have to drink that to be happy. But you can just sit in God's presence, not even be with anyone, and just start laughing and letting God love you. That's what he wants to do, and he wants to show you that love. And I thank you for the opportunity to preach God's word to you today. Remember, Jesus is Lord. This is Revivals Here Ministries by Chan Smith. Thank you for tuning in, and this is Copyright of 2012 Revivals Here Ministries www.revivalishere.org Thank you for tuning in and God bless you.